Glass, this is American Life, and you're listening to BFF.FM. BFF.FM. Dude, will you please get your parents' permission to call? <laughs> Dial on radio. It's, it's, like, it's like 99 cents a minute. It's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. I mean, in this economy, it's Brother Jill. Dial on radio. And tonight I have, this is what I wanted to say when I introduced you. Check this out. Hey, babies. <laughs> it's Steve Fox. Babies, are you awake during Steve Fox's show, Wake the F Up, and then you're also awake now? If you are, what am I send me some fucking I, Adderall in the mail because you Jesus. need to go to bed. What am I doing here? I don't know because you're about to be here in like six hours from now. It's so fucking late for me. It's so late. <laughs> it's so late. Steve Fox is here, you guys, from Wake the F Up, which is an incredible show on Saturday morning, which is like the kind of, the, we talked about. There's TJF and then yeah. there's like the flip side of TJF, which is like the Wake and Bake Saturday morning with you and Peter Lord with Soul Salvation and your show, Wake the F Up, which I love, by the way, you guys. Thank you. Um, and I listen to a bunch and I'm pumped that you're here and you're sacrificing your sleep, your rest, your respite from this world to be here. It's cool. I took a disco nap. It's I love that. I love that. You I, know what a disco nap is? Oh, I do. And I'm also <laughs> like a disco nap to me. I'm like, but why aren't there other genres of music naps? Why is there not like an indie rock nap or a country ma- nap? Or like the, a- the indie rock nap is not like. <laughs> Any nap's an indie rock nap, honestly. Honestly. Disco nap infers that, you know, you're getting up revitalized. You're yeah, ready to go out. Yeah, you're going to party. You know, the indie rock nap is. Just pass me another fucking 40. That's right. And I'm going to take a real quick snoozer, and then we're going to order some fucking hot and readies from uh, Little C's, and we're going to watch some obscure shit on TV, and right. we're not going to talk that much. It's a Vim Vendors filmathon. There you up. go. There you go. I love that. See? Look, it's a little taste, a little a little morsel. We're going to get started on dial Radio with Brother Jill and Steve Fox tonight. I'm pumped. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, we heard from... DJ Swerving with Audio Syncrasies, and uh, his show was about Los Angeles. I'd say a highlight was the Elliot Smith Angeles song, which I love. I've played that on my own show previously. Low light was, was that shitty, horny Beck song, which I was like, I hate this song. I hate Beck. 
I hate this song. This I shitty, love horny Beck song. This shitty, horny Beck song. Fuck you, Beck. Um, but I love you, DJ Swerving. You're the best. And then previous to that was um, DJ Fun Size with Maniac Mansion and all of her what, favorite songs. What a great show DJ Fun Size had tonight. DJ Fun Size is a sleeper hit. Like, DJ Fun Size has impeccable music taste. And uh, I feel like people don't give DJ Fun Size the, like, recognition that she is due because she has, like, all this research. You know, you saw her. She comes in oh, yeah. with, like, a little, like, a whole, like, she's like, hold on, let me shuffle my papers around. I wrote all these things about this show. Oh, it's it's a... It's, deeply researched. It's deeply researched. Yes, absolutely. I'm and, f- I feel lazy. Uh, I mean... <laughs> No comment on that because, like, if you're here at 6 a.m., you're not lazy. They hate to bring it to you. I feel lazy because I just roll up here with, like, no papers, no plan, no nothing. I'm just, like, three fucking salt points in, and I'm like, let's just fucking roll with it, you know? Um, And then previous to that was Hello Cheeto with everyone's favorite legacy BFF monarchs. I love the Cheetos so much. The Cheetos are the fucking best. It's such a treat and a blessing when so, i come into the station and so in, here. T- in tgif like what was the lineup what was the classic tgif lineup so there is so many <laughs> uh and we had decided when when so it also by the way dj fun size is the person that thought of the tg she's like why don't we do, why don't we do this is my voice for dj fun size <laughs> um why don't we do like um all of us are different tjf shows and i was like that's so funny that's such a good idea so Cheetles are Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Perfect. Perfect, right? And then uh, Maniac Mansion, DJ Fun Size is Full House. Because it's like <laughs> Maniac Mansion, get it? Mansion House, get it? Get it? It works. It Although works. it was funny because like the side joke to that is that Maniac, I don't believe this, but apparently other people see this in Maniac Mansion. If it, She's very much like a Family Matters Urkel character. Oh, wow. I know. Do you? I don't see that. No, it's too I, glamorous I, to be Urkel. But no, it's like I, okay, I can connect those dots. I mean, a little bit maybe, but to me, she's got her cute little marionette boots and her little mini skirt and her little like fake, her like faux fur jacket. That's too glamorous to be Urkel. You uh, know? Yeah, no, that's true. It's true. So mirror, Like a mirror image Urkel though. Yeah, like, maybe. Maybe it's like a, a dark universe Urkel. Dark universe Urkel. <laughs> Remember when Urkel? Wait. Oh my God. If if anyone remembers this, I don't. What this is the '90s, right? Yeah, but you remember when Urkel was like suave? Well, no, I remember when I I like. There's like cultural, that one episode. Cultural phenomenon of Urkel, I remember, but Fox was like out. Fox I was, was like, I was doing adult <laughs> shit while you were like. Whoa, Urkel's like a, a sexy person in this episode. Wow. Urkel did have a shining moment where Laura was into him when he was like sexy for a minute. Then there's Perfect Man, DJ Swerving, and Audio Syncrasies, and his wonderful, well-thought-out, funny, humorous shows uh, around themes, this theme being... I'm. Los Angeles, and then then there's me. Oh, oh, but Urkel. Oh, sorry, Urkel. <laughs> DJ. Wow. DJ Swerving is Boy Meets World. Okay. Okay. Cool. And then it's funny because when we were talking about the TJF lineup, I was like, Hey, hey, hey! I'm dinosaurs. No one gets to be dinosaurs except for me because I'm like the dad from dinosaurs in my mind. <laughs> like when I think about myself, if I were to like create, if Chat GPT four was like. 
create a dating profile for Brother Jill. It would literally be a profile picture of the dad from Dinosaurs. Because in my mind, that's what I look like, okay? It's um, the most disturbing ending of a sitcom ever. <laughs> Do you, right? Do you no, I don't that? remember. What was it? <gasps> the 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 ending of Dinosaurs? Was it like a fireball destroyed the it earth? Was, it was, yeah. Is that what happened? Oh, yeah. And at the end, they're like, wow, like all this ash is falling. And it was really fucking depressing. Hell yeah. That's why I am fucking. <laughs> that just cements my status as dinosaur. TGIF. TGIF. <laughs> and so, yeah, Brother Jill, Die Alone Radio is dinosaurs. Because guess what? All dinosaurs die alone. You just fucking, the earth explodes. You're dead. Whatever. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Good for that. That's like an uplifting message. So yes, that's our TJI lineup. But there was many shifting TJF lineups. Uh, on I'm gonna ABC. have to look this up. I, I'm a, and we can talk about this later for sure. Yeah, I'm a, I will be. We can talk about it right now. I'm, a, I'm a television addict. Dude, I am. I am a gnarly television. Like, I have a TV brain. I feel like when other people who were like raised feral and like raised by TV, like you have a TV brain. And TV brains can talk to other TV brains. I I think that, like growing up, it wasn't it wasn't so much that I would because my mom was a my mom was a stay at home mom, so she was there. What the hell was she doing if you were watching TV? I was watching TV. I was addicted to TV. That's what I'm, I'm still addicted to TV. I'm the same. No, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> T- television's great. Television's amazing. <laughs> Television's amazing. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um. But that's 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 part of the part of the idiocy of myself being here tonight, late night mm-hmm. here on Dial on Radio. But we've right. got we've got music. I I I've helped with a selection of lovely no, bits and pieces. You got some good, and also, like I will say, for those of you who have not tuned in, and I get like, okay, my show's on late, so like it is. There's probably not a lot of like cross pollination between Dial on Radio and Wake the F Up. But I implore you, please listen to Wake of the F Up because it's so fucking sick. Like, I remember the first time. Okay, I'm going to tell you a story about the first time I heard it. First time I heard Wake the F Up, I think I had met your uh, radio neighbor, Peter Lord, in person. I yep, Peter Lord. Trimmed his curls. In the house of the Lord. In the house of the Lord. Saturday Salvation, Soul Salvation, which is an incredible way to wake up. Um, and I was like, oh, but I'm going to check out Wake the F Up. What's this? And I remember there being like this moment. I don't know if you actually played George Thurgood, but you're like, wake up, babies. And then you said some sick shit. And then you're like, (laughs) and I was like, hell fucking yeah. (laughs) I was like, this shit is sick as fuck. So I was like, really? The first time I heard it, I, I think I audibly was like, hell yeah. I mean, this shit's sick. I I think I think you need a little. I think you need a little rock and roll with your coffee at seven o'clock in the morning. You do, you do. You need some like impassioned uh, dialogue around uh, politics, and you need some fucking rock and fucking roll. And it's a a shot of rum in your coffee. It really is. It really is. And I'm not a big like classic rock fan, but you pick like the creme de la creme. It's a good mix. And it's also, it's not just classic rock, you guys. It's like, that's like one aspect of it. There's, it spans all kinds of genres, but it's just like sick fucking rock shit, you know? That's what, that's what I aim to do. That's right. Sick rock shit. Well, <laughs> let's talk about, we got Savages is coming up. We're going to play that. Savages, uh, really like a, a, a band that I have been obsessed with since I was introduced to them about 
five years ago. Yeah. They're no longer together. I'm never going to get to see them live, and oh, it's really depressing. But Savages, check them out. We're going to be playing Husbands tonight. Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, to, well, I mean, so the playlist that I put together uh, is called Your Happiness Makes Me Sick. Which I love. <laughs> and it's just kind of like, I was like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I've, I've been, Dr. Fox is, and I've been together since 1994. And, and I know, <laughs> you know, I know in the dating crowd, like we're both like, shit, I wouldn't know what the fuck to do if I had to date people nowadays. Oh, it sucks. Bro. Yeah, it no. Sucks. I, it sucks so bad. Yeah. And I'm just like, God, we, people, people must go, fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. No way. <laughs> no way. Oh no. If I see a cool couple, I'm like, good on you, dog. Good on you, doggy. You did it. It's, it's, I'm just, I'm playing. It's funny. I'm glad, you know, I got, I got lucky because I'm the idiot. I doubt that. She's, I mean, well, she's, I don't know that she's the idiot, but I don't think if you're one. No, 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 no. She's, she's the, she's a smart one. She's a scientist. I'm just the DJ. I don't, I mean, hey, <laughs> I mean, hey, I don't really know what to say about that because I uh, have so much respect for you and I feel like you bring all kinds of things to the situation uh, just as she does. So, you know what? We'll celebrate with savages. Uh, and husbands, we're gonna rock out. Here we go, you guys. BFF.fm. Thank you. 
BFF.FM. Ken CC. So Steve Fox was like giving me about to spit some knowledge on Ken CC, and I was like, "Yo, dog, let's like save it." I I love I love this song. Right? The song is sick. The song I'm, is rad. Yeah, it is. It's a hundred percent rad. And to the band members, Godly and Cream, um, they also had some hits on their own. Mm. Um, Cry from the eighties. I don't know if you remember that What's deal. Like that? Cry. Well, I'm not going to sing it. Um, please, please. <laughs> I can't hit the note. Cry. For, which which cry song? Godly and Cream. Cry. Go- Google it. Cry. Uh, so, but they were also very prolific. They they were some of the pioneers of producing music videos for other artists on MTV. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And if you look them up on the old internet movie database, mm. um, you can see that they've, you know, hip to be square, Huey Lewis. They produced no and directed way. that. San Francisco legend, Huey Lewis. Right. The news. Uh, Don't Stand So Close to Me. Oh, also very We Close Our Eyes by Go West, which is a great fucking song. No, that's an amazing one. It's a great fucking song. A View to a Kill. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I mean, there's like 50 music videos that you would recognize. That's insane. Yeah. I had no idea. Yep. Talented dudes. Talented dudes. I'm into it. I have my own Brother Jill story about this particular song, actually. Uh Uh-oh. I'm not in love. It's a classic (laughs) dialogue. So, okay. Um. When I was growing up, you know how if you're if you if you have the privilege of getting into good music young, it's because you were ushered in pre sure. pre internet, right? Oh, it's it's uh, that's one hundred percent true. Yeah, pre internet. If you are into cool music, it's because some older person decided they're gonna like make you a tape. They're gonna expose you to new music, right? Like, there's really no way around it. So my my mom worked at Capitol Records. Oh oh wow. <laughs> I, I this is wow that's, yeah. no that's fucking cool yeah so one of the headquarters of Capitol Records nationwide was Scranton Pennsylvania where I grew I up. had no idea yeah and my mom worked in the art department and she was doing graphic design and mostly like an assistant she wasn't like doing the design work she was like hey copy this stuff um, but she was working on design work for mostly uh, jazz titles. Hmm. on capital but the one thing that they would get was all the vinyl that came out it's like every month you'd get a shitload of vinyl for nothing right so i grew up in a house my mom probably had 50 60 feet of vinyl dang yeah like everything everything impressive and we had a really beautiful hi-fi you know one of those big pieces of furniture it was great but yeah you you get introduced to cool stuff you do from somebody you know who's into cool stuff yeah you cannot <laughs> it has to be passed down it has to be passed down and for me uh one uh one of the people that really got me into good music was a friend of mine named jared hand who uh probably still lives in san francisco i've not talked to him in over a decade um and I, he was just a few years older than I was, and he he made me like these mixtapes, and I listened to them, and of course I do a deep dive on every single band that he put on the the mixtape, and it absolutely was like central in shaping my musical taste as a teenager, and then you know we lived our lives, whatever, we're very good friends, 
And then at some point, we begin a romantic relationship, right? And which I never thought that, that would happen because I always thought of him as like an older brother. But then, you know, he's alcohol's involved and, you know, like Dialone Radio. Dialone Radio, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. Like, you go from being the little sister to being the girlfriend real quick. Um, and so we were in a very uh, short lived uh, romantic relationship. And I remember one night we were living, I was still living in the Central Valley. I was living in Ceres, California, not even Modesto. It's like a suburb of Modesto, California. C E R E S. You got it, like the goddess of the harvest. Ceres, California. Like the rock in between Jupiter and Saturn, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. And so we had this situation where I lived in a shit punk house that was next door to his mother's house that she no longer lived in and him and like the older like indie rock kind of like elderly statesman lived and then we were like the shit kids that lived in the punk rock house next door and we would have shows there and both of us like we both have shows at each other's houses and there's a lot of like again cross-pollination between the two and we ended up like hooking up and there was a, a country and western bar down the street called Tennessee West. All right. And we would go to karaoke there because I love karaoke. Did they have a- Absolutely. <laughs> Mandatory cactus. Important. Mandatory important cactus. And I went to karaoke there because um, I'm a big karaoke fan. Shout out to uh, First Wednesdays at the Makeout Room karaoke and then Second Sundays at Pops karaoke for BFF and beyond. Um, nice. Yeah, right? I've worked that in there real good. <laughs> Uh, and I remember shortly after us like hooking up, we were doing karaoke and this motherfucker was like, I'm going to sing this song. And he sang that song. I'm not in love. I was like, hashtag heard. Wow. I know. Rugged, right? Wow. Rugged. It was just me and him at karaoke too. It was like me what? and him. Just, just, just the two of you? It was like me, him, and some like and like a couple errant- Some like, random hobo. Some random fucking <laughs> alcoholics just chilling or whatever. And I was like, okay. Cooking a shoe over a fire exactly, in the background. Exactly. 100%. And it was just me, Jared Hand, and a couple of just like alcoholics at Tennessee West in Ceres, California, where I got the message loud and clear, my friend- you're not in love just because. Cool. Cool. Great. Great. I mean, I wasn't in love either, but don't flatter yourself, bro. Don't flatter. <laughs> right? Don't flatter yourself, flatter bro. Flatter yourself. I don't need a fucking, I don't need a karaoke hidden message to get the landscape of our fucking relationship. Okay? Right. Right. No. So so I mind, totally get it. Yeah. In my mind, 10CC, I'm not in love will always remember, it will always remind me of Jared Hand. Who often goes by Baron Von Hand. Wow. Yeah, he sucks. Whatever. Wow, the baseball card's out there. It is. It is. Hey, <laughs> Baron Von Hand, like, go fuck yourself if you're still alive wow. or not in some, like, Zoom. rehab somewhere. We got Nine Inch Nails coming up. Oh, to lighten the mood. <laughs> <laughs> to lighten the mood, we got some Nine Inch Nails coming up and some PIL. If, and you, don't, some- if you don't cry... During Hawaii, the the new PIL song, I haven't heard it honestly. It's so beautiful. Um, it's it's written about and <laughs> you're gonna tear up. It's oh, it's tear. written about his wife, oh, who no. had dementia, 
Oh, God. Yeah. She just passed away like two weeks ago, too. Jesus, H. Yeah. Yeah. He was so in love with her, too. Yeah, I know. He was with her for a very long time. Uh, 79. Yeah, that's like one year <laughs> before I was born. So. Oh, God damn it, I'm old. Please play the music. No, no, you're not. No, stop. Okay, look, we're going to play. We're going to do Nine Inch Nails. And uh, which is happiness and slavery. I won't cry for that, but I guess I'm going to cry during Hawaii. Yep. And then we'll temper that with some My Life in the Thrill Coca Cola with Sex Explosion. Oh, I love that song so much. All right, well, here we go. Here we go. BFF.FM. That's right.
Red. 
is like not that perverted or sick but it's disappointing it's you know it's it's a perspective i don't care if it's perverted or sick yeah <laughs> i do care if it's disappointing though disappointing is get bad get the fuck out <laughs> get the fuck out of here you disappointing <laughs> sex person it's like some it's like it's like we're doing the atheist hotline now we're waiting for people to come in and talk about like sin we are. <laughs> Come in, I invite you to talk about sin. And guess what? I have things to say about this. Yeah, I go down the YouTube hole quite often. Uh, same. <laughs> yeah. uh, about anything, honestly. Yeah. It's the best 10.99 service I spend a month for YouTube Premium. Ooh, wow. Yeah. It's fu- so funny because as you're saying 10.99 as a capitalist and an employer, I'm like, oh, like a contract person. <laughs> you're not W two. <laughs> 1099. You have a 1099 YouTube person that we're you all, pay? Yeah, we're all, we're all just drones now. 
I mean, I wish I was a drone. I feel like I would be hotter if I was a drone. I feel like I'm a old. I'm an old model drone, possibly. I, you know, I, I love, I love walking around the city at night. I've, I've lived here for a long time, and I gotta say, walking around tonight before I came to the show, I notice a lot. Like, the city is younger and younger and younger, which is really cool. It's always revitalizing itself. It is. And the other thing I notice is like, there's a lot of fucking money out there, man. There really is. Yeah. It's crazy. As someone that charges way too much money to cut people's hair. Yeah. People do not buy bad an eyelash. There is a lot of money. And San Francisco is always a boom bust town. Sure. That's what it's that's what it's always been about. It's what it's always been. Have you read the book uh Season of the Witch? I haven't. Check it out. Everyone that's listening, I neither have I. That's the funniest thing. That's the funniest thing. I'm like, gosh, I'm like, where, 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 doggy, does, where does this recommendation you... come if you haven't read it? Because I listened to a little bit on Audible and okay. it was very interesting and it came highly well, recommended. Well, that counts as reading. It does. You're right. It does. It does. Uh, Season of the Witch is actually uh, written by a author that was born and raised here and it's about uh, pre- uh, like gold panning 49ers up until oh pre gold panning 49ers yes and did you like know, before white people came yes in? before yes and did you know that San See? Francisco has been historically a gay town of sin well I mean, since yes the, but since, since when before no but because I I'm of course I have a an inkling of the history but I may be ignorant in details. Well, I'm drunk AF and I haven't read the book. So here we go. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm drunk and I haven't read the book. So let me tell you something. Um, from what someone else who actually res- has read the whole book or, or most of the book is that like, yeah, pre like the uh, gold rush that San Francisco really, it was a, a town where gay sex work was like readily um, accessible and celebrated and that it was only until after like capitalism came in and crushed San Francisco with its morality that uh, it became um, taboo. But San Francisco has been a bastion of uh, love, acceptance, and being progressive since like pre the gold rush. And I'm like, cool, I'll check this book out. Super interesting. Right, right. And I don't know what that has to do with my life with the Thrill of the Cold. <laughs> but I mean, the song we Sex we Explosion. We digress. And the song <laughs> Sex Explosion. So like, let's talk about Sex Explosions. Um, San Francisco is sexploding all the time. It with money is. and with lust and with thrilling and kill. Not, I mean, not killing. With thrilling and sex and whatever. Right. I mean, look, we're... We, I, I, Let's talk about the debt ceilings. I know. <laughs> I was going to say, is I was say you, know where, you, know where, or what? you know where I'm going to eventually go to, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. We might as well get there quickly. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right? Kevin McCarthy, let's do it. No, and, and I, and, and you know, Saturday mornings I talk about what I'm thinking about, which is a lot of times politics, but I, you know, politics is a very narrow definition. Politics is about you and I arguing about how to best get from here to there, right? True, true. And it is unfortunate. We only have two major parties in this country. Which is kind of BS. It is BS. It's like evil and less evil. It's the reality where we are in. Yeah. 
and that there is no viable way in the next five years at least to push a third party. There's no viable way. All that will get you is a split and then evil can come in and take over. Yeah, I agree. Right. So it's not, I don't think it's evil less evil. I think we can, we have the one party, the democratic party, which is pretty malleable. Mm -hmm. It is center right, but we deal with it as progressives and we try to move forward and we try to make sure all boats are lifted at the same time. Yes, I agree. Right. But the other side isn't even a party that has any ideas anymore. It just happens to be a party that pushes power. It tries to exert power. And that's a problem when you only have one one party system because the other party has abdicated their democratic responsibility. Absolutely. And that's like, okay, look. In in Dialone Radio Land, we're like, hey, after eleven o'clock, you just say whatever the fuck. You okay, want. that's fine. We're seven minutes early. <laughs> we're seven minutes early, but I will say that as someone that consistently consistently listens to your show, I a hundred percent agree. And I'm not someone that a hundred percent agrees with a lot of things, but like I can a hundred percent agree that it's so difficult for me to accept that the GOP is anything other than an uncaring, hyper-capitalistic, like, cruel intentions level fuckery. All of those things. Ridiculous. No, it, it really what is all fuck, of those things. Dude, like, I mean, it's wild to me because I have, I have, um, I have people in my life who I love and respect who have left the Bay Area mm-hmm. and have moved on to what they perceive as greener pastures which it may well be but in moving from the bay area and from leaving this little like progressive bubble oh we're and we're a bubble within a bubble let's not forget that absolutely absolutely and with them leaving this progressive bubble within a bubble have moved on the like what they call quote-unquote greener pastures have absorbed this rhetoric that is shocking to me in a way that like I'm just like, bruh, you're from California. Do you not understand that poor people have the same rights, have the same right to live, have the same right to exist as everyone else? Sure. Yeah, it's it's difficult. It's to, insane. It's difficult to deal with people who are, I don't know, these people aren't evil, but they certainly don't, they certainly don't, think about the ramifications of any kind of cruelty. They don't care about compassion. It's a lack of compassion. compassion. Same with like, I'm going to say it like, honestly, justice for Banco Brown. Like I was watching this story on Instagram about Banco Brown. And for those of you who are not familiar, Banco Brown was a, um, trans black activist who was fatally shot and killed at 4th and Market Walgreens very recently. And the DA refused to release the security cam footage and um, initially uh, refused to prosecute the security guard who fatally shot this person. And um, in re- and, and I'm very much attached to the story 
very much invested in the outcome of the story sure. and of 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 this uh, reality. I feel like saying story is kind of like uh, no. I mean, it's it's fine. I think it's fine to call it a story. It is a story. It's a story, and it's a it's like a family's reality. Yeah, you know, it's fucked up. And reading the comments, which I assume are from other people that live here in the city. I yeah, I don't know anymore. I don't know. It's hard to know, but it's like people's attitudes towards people that steal to get by is fucking crazy to me. Yeah, there should be more there should be more kindness and understanding. It's yes. It's, it's nuts. It's I, insane. I you know, I, I always talk about I always talk about in the morning, you know, we have the ability to change our own circumstances in this nation. We have the ability to change our own lives. The vote is incredibly important. It is. And you know vote.org. This is vote.org. This is the way we adapt and change and bend toward justice. And I really feel that, you know, it's unfortunate when people can't see the greater good. It's insane. It's really insane. And in reading these comments about Banga Brown being someone that stole um, which to me is like, hey, look, no one in this great nation of America is going to be punished with death, like judge, jury, executioner mm-hmm. for trying to fucking feed themselves. Yeah, I think it. I think that's period. Like, yeah. what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. Totally. It's, and this whole thing with like the Bob Lee, the Cash App founder. The narrative around San Francisco being a sanctuary city for violent individuals is so fucking insanely wrong yeah. and off fucking like yeah. off base. I mean, it's it's the crime aside, and the crime is a horrible thing. It's horrible, but there's no not a ton die. of fucking crime here in San no, Francisco. I'm I'm I I just don't want to I don't want to I don't want to diminish what happened to the man. He died. It was a horrible thing that yes, happened. Yes, and it was as is with most. Killings, As is with most killings. Someone he, he knew, knew. I know. Was not a fucking unhoused person. Yeah. And even if it was an unhoused person, let's talk about that unhoused person's life. Yeah. No, there's there's a lot of complexity. There is. And, and it's just like a lack of compassion for people that live outside. In my mind, there's like this like very basic lack of compassion. People that live outside have experienced the worst that life has to offer. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. So if you have a problem with people that live outside, move to motherfucking Dublin Pleasanton. Get the fuck out of San Francisco. Eat a dick. Not into it. Sorry. I I just don't have any compassion for you. Like I think that there's so much I think that there's so much money. There's there's so much money here that the only thing that we lack to solve the problems that we have in this city as a microcosm of the country, the only the only thing that we lack is a sense of political will. Yeah. And we, that is, everybody who votes has to be more aware of who they're voting for and the progressive policies that they should follow to help the most people the most of the time and spend some time working with local candidates to push those ideas. That's how we move forward as a society. I agree. I agree. 
And I feel like that's a very diplomatic way of going about it. Because to me, I have a general lack, um com or whatever, uh, BFF.fm. I mean, um, I, I got to say, I there's, a, there's a big, I get there's a big go fuck yourself. There's a big go, there's a giant <laughs> go fuck yourself right. to people that make $300,000 a year who are complaining about people shitting on the street. Do you really think that's what they want to do with their time? They don't. Yeah. So if you're going to complain about that, why don't you? You are part of this community. You're, help it out. Help it out. Yeah. Dude, for real. So, you know, we had to. Like, I'm not going to have you on my show. We're not going to, like, not get into it a little I, bit. It's I'm, important. I'm, I'm fine with talking about because it. Because it's, it's central to to your show. Right. Is, is a political perspective, which I 100% like. It's rare for me to be like, hey, you know what? I 100% back that. And I 100% back that person. Um, I never expect that off of anyone because everybody's got their own opinion. They do, but your opinion, I feel like with my opinion, it makes sense. So, awesome. Which is why I'm like, yo, come on, Dylan Rito, say whatever the fuck you want because I back you because I agree with what you have to say. I can totally have really great arguments with people who believe in democracy and the rule of law. We can disagree on many, many things, and I don't have a problem with that. That's patriotic. That's being an American. That's yep. right. Yep. I have a problem with people who don't want us to vote anymore. Which is fucking crazy. Yeah. We were talking before the show, Steve and I were talking, and both of us come from like semi-military. I feel like you probably come from a more military family than I do. Um, but I come from like a semi-military family. And when you come from a military family, in my experience, um, you get a a deep-seated sense of of patriotism oh yeah which, i believe so which yes which i feel like in my experience there is this like problematic aspect of patriotism which i understand like you know we're standing on stolen floating sand yeah. from like the ohlone <laughs> yes. tribe you right. know like right we're fully colonizing stolen land i, I get it and it is 100 percent expected and fine to acknowledge that yes and, and mandatory to and, to, and to reflect on that reflect on that right yes and, and there's nothing I, I don't understand how people are talking about wokeness oh, when <laughs> right now i i get it i no, hate that stupid let's, hey look it's 1102 steve <laughs> let's get into wokeness right so so being able to acknowledge all of that and reflect on that and think about it and move forward, that's called being someone who actually uses their fucking brain. Yeah, it's just being a decent human being. Right. And so you don't have to like deride people trying to be cognizant of other people's experiences as this quote-unquote wokeness in a derogatory term. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I'm... I'm uh, bleh. not into people Um, so sick of those people it's really gross and it's weird and i understand that there's a lot of like division in america right now and wokeness is like a hot button issue but hey you know what but it's not even an issue it's like this made-up thing it is a made-up thing because honestly (laughs) like if it's like jill you hello welcome like thank you yeah what a compliment What a compliment! Thank you. It's I appreciate. It's a made up thing. It's a made up thing. It's it's really it's really it's really they got dumb. nothing. They really don't. Have I the, don't they, know what they think they have. Honestly, I have no idea. I've I've really been like, okay, so what are they going to do? They have the majority in the 
They have the, the majority in the house. Mm-hmm. And of course they're doing nothing. Their whole job is to do nothing. Their whole job is to just complain and grift and make money and fundraise. It's insane. <laughs> it's insane. It's all about fame it's, for them. I don't, I mean, I couldn't even tell you. I mean, like, I, loss of words. Yeah. Lots yeah. of words, Steve. Honestly, lots of words. I, you know what? I, I really I appreciate being here because I usually I have an hour, and I try. You to... got two hours now, baby. <laughs> you got two hours. We got to... a whole fifty six fucking other minutes to talk about whatever the fuck right. we want. And I and I try to and I try to be concise and I try to put it forth right thoughts for Saturday morning, while I play a shitload of rock and roll, which is awesome. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> I rarely get a chance to actually come in and, you know, talk in a little more detail about stuff. Yeah. Which is fun. It is fun. It's really fun. I feel like it's also like necessary in a way um, because as someone that has been listening to your show for a while, I feel like, yeah, you only have an hour, so you're not going to like get into it. But hey, it's Silent Radio, baby. You can get into it. <laughs> you can get into it, and I'm into it. So, yeah, register to vote. Please do your civic duty to vote. In vote.org. Every vote.org. Research the people and the propositions. Like We have direct democracy in the state of California, which is the fifth largest economy in the world. Like Your vote counts so much. Research what you're voting on. Research these candidates. Ask the hard questions. Uh, participate in molding the world that you want to see. And also, bruh, that's sick, bruh. Like, we're, <laughs> like, honestly, that's fucking amazing. Democracy's cool. Democracy's fucking sick as fuck. So get into it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and I had a, uh, I had a teacher. Here's the, I had a teacher story. Okay. I had a teacher in high school, Mr. Perry. And I remember there was like some class, I don't know what that triggered this but he was like if you do not vote in every local election you are blowing it as right a citizen and i remember growing up with a close friend of mine we lived together for many many years as adults every single local and national election because Mr. Perry screamed at us in high school and we internalized that. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Perry. Thank you, Mr. Perry, who's probably still out there teaching gifted and talented education in the state of California. Um, thank you for hammering home that you are, it is your duty as a citizen. We're responsible for it. You are responsible for it. We have the right and the privilege of voting. So why the fuck are you not doing it? Right. Get out there and control your destiny. Thank you. And control the destiny of people that are less fortunate and more vulnerable and experience the worst that life has to offer. Like you are custodians of other people's welfare when you have the time and the resources to vote. So why would you not do that? We get to be those people and that's really cool. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. That was so much. Yeah. Just take a breath. We should get back to the rock and roll. I know. Rock and roll makes things <laughs> so much better. It, you know what? It really does. It, it helps absorb all this heavy stuff. It does because it is heavy when you think about it. It's pretty heavy. Yeah. And it's so, like the it's like the vinaigrette that cuts through the gravy. Oof. I mean, I love both those things. <laughs> I love vinaigrette. I love gravy. Yeah, totally. Well, guess what? We got a good trio coming up. We got the knack. 
Baby Talks Dirty. Yeah. Off we, their second album, which a lot of people don't know. Really? Oh, yeah. We got The Cars from Candio, which is the album everyone knows. Yeah. And The Church. We got The Knack, The Cars, The Church. It's, it's a good... It's, it's a, a good, good... It's, it's a, a good, good block. It's a good block, you guys. And guess what? Don't miss out on it here on Dialone Radio. BFF.FM. That's right.
From Cap Street to the world, this is BFF.FM. It is BFF.FM, indeed. <laughs> Jeez, it's Tylone Radio. Sorry, I'm like choking on some uh, That's all right. fat sack of fucking <laughs> buffalo, hot buffalo wing chips. Hot buffalo wing chips. I mean, that's the truth. That's the truth. We were also talking about fast food on the break. Oh, yeah. We're like, <laughs> I'm such a, I love fast food so much. Dude, I love fast food so much. I, I feel like people are like ashamed to admit they love fast food. Fuck like, that. I love fast no, food. No, I celebrate it. I celebrate <laughs> fast food. I'm sorry, but fast food is, first of all, very Californian. It even is. though White Castle actually is the very first mass produced hamburger um, in America, McDonald's is a very close second, which originated in California. And I'm sorry, I'm like a weird uh, California. I have like so much. I have California tattooed on my fucking forehead. <laughs> Okay. Here's a here's a here's an old guy perspective on uh-huh. fast food. Let's hear it. So um, I'm so old. How old are you, Steve? Mm-hmm. I'm so old that I remember Carol's restaurant. I remember Carol's too. <laughs> yeah, I love a Carol's, a Lions, a Denny's, and there is a East Bay incarnation of all of those called Buttercup. Buttercup. Buttercup Grill. Which okay. shout out to Buttercup. They have a reverse happy hour from Uh-oh. seven a.m. <laughs> To 10 a.m. Wow. They have a drink that is a peanut butter where? and jelly. All right. So where, where is this? It is in downtown Oakland okay. or in Vallejo. Okay. Uh, it is a family-owned restaurant. And they have cheese sticks that are the size of a porn actor's dick. See, that sounds They're like. huge. That sounds like, for those of us who live on this side of the pond. You're like, well, who cares about this magical place? I'll never go there. Well, no. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying that that sounds like because there's no way I'm gonna go there and get lit, and then have to come back. There's just it's no, right by I'm, Bart. I'm too old. The downtown it's it's like, is right by Bart. I need to get a I need to get a hotel room near that. Place. You could. <laughs> it's also right by Jacqueline and Square. Right. You really could. Uh, <laughs> Buttercup Grill is like like a locally owned um, independent. Because if you're gonna be doing it at seven o'clock in the morning. Oh, I mean, I I think it's just the Vallejo one that does that because. Oh, what? Yeah, I no, actually, so I boo. have, no, I have a Buttercup story. So. I, ain't go, I ain't going to Vallejo. No, no, no. I mean, if you do, <laughs> you come over to my place, we'll get in the hot tub, and then you can take a nap on the couch. Sure. You and Dr. Fox. No, Dr. Come- Fox, Dr. Fox is into hot tub. <laughs> of course. Um, so the, uh, this is almost going to turn into like a Buttercup PSA. Uh, so <laughs> Buttercup and Vallejo, I recently went with my cousin, uh, DJ Bittermelons. Okay. And we went for brunch and I was like, yo, this sign says there's a reverse happy hour from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. That's insane. And Buttercup is one of those places where it's like kind of like Applebee's in a way where you're like, would you like some extreme fajita shooters? Like (laughs) there's like some just like wild culinary shit on this menu, right? Well, they also have like a wild drink menu where they have- Fajita shooting. Yes, exactly. It's like office space. Like it's so insane. Oh, office space. I it's love like, that. It's like a so culinary much. fucking like atrocity, right? <laughs> well, they have a uh, mixology atrocities. Uh, they have a peanut butter and jelly drink that is um, screwball peanut butter whiskey with some kind of weird grape liqueur. Good God. Is disgusting delicious and also they don't have a proper bartender so the people that are pouring the drinks 
are just servers who are more than happy to get you black out motherfucking <laughs> wasted at 8 a.m. I had what's called a wake up buttercup, which is peanut butter screwball, a screwball peanut butter whiskey, Kahlua, which I love, by the way. Yeah. Um, shout out Mindy Racers. Um, oh, oh. You want to get into Mindy Racers because I have a hundred Mindy Racers stories. I fucking love that drink so, so much. So, million years ago in college, uh huh, was myself and our buddy Spaz, um, who was a scientist. He was he went to he went to the University of Scranton. He was Ooh. he was yeah he was a biochem major, um, but. It was myself, my buddy Spaz, my friend Pat McGrath, mm. who ran this place called Art House. And Wait, it was, is it like the Pat McGrath? Oh, yes, the Pat McGrath. Really? Yes. That's nuts. <laughs> so Pat McGrath um, ran this place called- Are you called, joking for real? Well, no, it's my friend Pat McGrath. I don't know who- Who is the other Pat McGrath? No, there's a real- there, no, there's, a fam- not, there's a famous there's Pat a, McGrath? There's a famous Pat McGrath. Oh, I should have known. Well, but continue. I'm going to Google just so I make sure that I... Google Pat McGrath. I am. All right. So Pat McGrath, who ran this place called Art House, which was a bunch of fine artists, and they rented a house together, so it was obviously the Art House. Um, but they used to have keg parties to make rent every week. And we were all together at this place, which was... Oh, God, I can't remember the name of it, but they were open on Monday nights for college students like it was mm-hmm. a, Monday night was a college night and Hiles place was the name of it it's closed now Hiles Hiles place with two floors it had two floors looking down on the stage but their drink on Monday nights was the mind eraser hell fucking yeah first of all can I please tell you that I the barbershop that I run is on mission and I will go to Lolinda across the street and I know the servers and the bartenders there, and I'm like, give me a fucking mind eraser. Mind eraser, like, please. And they're like, you trashy whore. We do not have Kahlua here. This is an upscale establishment. And I'm like, I know you fucking do. And they do. And they will make me a mind eraser because a mind eraser is Kahlua, vodka, and Sprite. Layered. Layered or 7-Up. And you drink from the bottom up. You do. And it will have holes posted in the straw. Yep. Sometimes. But I love a mind eraser. There is a bar in the Tenderloin called the Kung Fu Action Laundromat or whatever. I don't know that place. It was like pre-pandemic. It's, no, I think it's still around. It's a cool bar. Um, and I remember going. And my, so my birthday, see Fox, is on Halloween. Oh, sweet. Yes, on Halloween proper. We're both October babies. When's your birthday? The 19th. Are you a Scorpio or you're a Libra? I'm a Libra. Close enough. <laughs> Close enough. I'm cuspy. You're cuspy. I know. I, I, Whatever I, that I, means. I get, I get that I from no, you. I, I have no idea. I get I, that from you. No, I get you. You're a, uh, no, I love a Libra. And um, what is this thing? What is this Astrology thing? thing? Yeah, it's, what is this it's astrology It's only the official thing. motherfucking religion of California. It really is. I'm like, oh, God, something happened. Mercury <laughs> must be in retrograde. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so my birthday on Halloween, I go to this bar. It's like the, the Kung Fu action bar. Of the Kung Fu Midland. action bar. It's cool. It used to be a laundromat. Okay. And uh, it's like a very dark bar with like red lights. 
And I'm like, you know what? I go to the bartender and I'm like, you know, it's my birthday. There's a drink I want, which I'm sure you don't know how to make because you're under 35. Um, and he's like, well, just try me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I want a mind eraser. And he's like, you, I'm drinking a mind eraser. I'm like, well, how old are you? He's like, I'm 45 years old. And I was like, geez, you look great. You must moisturize. But um, mind eraser is due for comeback. And yeah, a Kahlua, Sprite, Vodka, Mind Eraser, impeccable, amazing. No we'll way. order there's everywhere. No, there's no way I would drink one of those today. You would never drink a Mind no. Eraser now? No, I'm not drinking that. It's so good. My stomach would explode. No, it would not. <laughs> your liver might explode, but your stomach would not. Your taste buds, your esophagus, your stomach, your upper intestine, your lower intestine would be like, Mm, this is so good. <laughs> mind eraser. Amazing. I actually have a funny mind eraser story. Oh, Lord. I uh, grew up in the Central Valley, which is a gateway to Yosemite. And when you grow up in the Central Valley, you know a lot of people that go and work seasonally at Yosemite. Okay. And one of my really good friend's brothers worked at Yosemite, and she was like, hey, let's go to Yosemite, let's party, whatever. AKA just get drunk and pass out in the woods, in the woods in in like, like the quote unquote, the woods, the okay. woods of all woods. Right. So we go grizzly country, grizzly country. We go and I'm drinking like half of a fucking picture of mind erasers. Oh I'm God. so fucked up. I get crazy fucked up. And people that live at Yosemite and work at Yosemite, they get the accommodations of a like a wooden floor with like a tent and um, it's like employee quarters and okay. a shared bathroom and like a portable. Well, I get so drunk that I like home run slide, like Superman status home run slide into some like tent on. Um, I probably get like splinters all over my body. <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, oh, God, oh, my whole body wants to throw up right now. And I like lean my little raccoon paw hand on a, a giant majestic redwood and I like barf from my diaphragm up to my eyeballs <laughs> because I've been drinking mindy races all oh, night God. in front of a third grade class <laughs> who is touring Yosemite as like an educational tour of like the beauty of nature. And I'm like, hey guys, you're the worst person ever. Hey, Steve, <laughs> Fox, I'm really surprised that you are just picking up on this. Yes, I'm 100% the worst person ever. People are like going to Yosemite to see the beauty of nature. And I'm like, sorry, I had too much Kahlua. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 100%. So good. Hey, big ups, Mind Erasers out there. So good. Amazing. It's, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, so... <laughs> Pat McGrath, my friend Pat McGrath. And By I. the way, uh, Pat McGrath is a famous makeup uh, producer. Oh, he really is? Okay. I mean, I don't know about your friend, but... No, no, no. My Pat McGrath is not a makeup producer. Our, our other Pat McGrath makes like lipsticks that I pay like $45 for. Okay, my friend Pat McGrath is... He is a scientist, though. A commercial artist and an and a, and a incredible party maker. Oh, I thought he was a scientist for some reason. No, no, that's my friend Spaz. Okay, gotcha. All right. <laughs> Well, so so Pat McGrath and I like Pat McGrath during college, he was a he was a bartender at a hotel. Mm -hmm. OK, one of those hotel bars that, you know, 
you be I'd be striking like not striking and I'd be fucking scoring left and right on. Hey, right. I mean, it's it's guys coming in, you know, it, it's 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 Love pretty a much hotel bar. Right. Love it's, it. it's it's a it's their top shelf is not top shelf. Um, So he was the bartender. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, your top shelf is not top shelf. Um, your married man is not really a married man. He's on a fucking bake. He's on a work trip. Don't trip, girl. Don't worry about that tan line on your ring finger. Just go for it. Who cares? Yeah. Hotel bar. Yes. Hotel bar. Uh huh. It's uh-huh. another world. And yo, it's a totally it's different an alternate world. dimension where matrimony is not that important. But yes, please continue. No. Hello, hotel bar. Hello, uh, hotel bar. So, Pat McGrath was a was a bartender at a hotel bar, and he would bring home. He would just like he would just like steal from the stuff that came in. He would yeah, take bottles. He's liberating home. it. Yeah, no conscious cap, no conscious consumption under capitalism. No, totally liberate it. Yeah, right. Pat and McGrath. we had a we had a total in in art house in the basement was this full bar. That was all absconded liquor, Oof, and it. and he and we built a stage, and we used to have bands in the basement, and uh, they stole this dentist chair from someplace. A dentist chair? Yeah. Wow. And there were body shots happening. At oh, this body shot! Very nineties, very very nineties. Um, but yeah, Pat McGrath and Art House and all of that, and so. Speaking of weird drinks, this is where I'm getting to before we get to our next set. Um, so Which may or may not actually happen, but yeah. So so we got um, we ran out of liquor one night, and Pat's like, "What do we got? What do we got nothing. We got we got beer, which is great. We got nothing nothing else to serve. Mm-hmm. What do we have? We had um, <laughs> Chambord and tequila. Oof." And we make mixed even amounts of Chambord and tequila. Oof. Oof. And we called it Brimstone. Uh, <laughs> ouch. Yeah. That was fun. That's ouchy. Yeah. That was good. Uh, when I was in the height of my alcoholism in my early 20s, I had a drink that I concocted, which was a brandy snifter filled with um, sparks. Oof. And strawberry Cisco. Oof. And I called it the Mexican Riviera. <laughs> very nice. Yes, it was very Man, classy. Sparks. Yeah, Sparks. Remember Sparks? <clears throat> Not yeah. the band, but the drink. My uh my uh uh friends and our our friend group, uh including Kara, um, we were all really deep into roller derby about mm. ten years ago. A lot mm. of them were players. Mm-hmm. Um, Kara was the team acupuncturist for a while Ooh. for the Bay Area Derby Girls. Hell yeah. By the way, I saw Billy Joel. Not Billy Joel. What? <laughs> Billy Joel from Green Day, who I oh, see okay. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there and he had a sick Budweiser sweater. <laughs> it was a sweater that oh, had, at a, had like, at a at a at a recent Derby game? It was derby at match? Fort Fort Mason, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. He was there. Yeah. He had a sick Budweiser sweater, and I was like, "You're not cool enough for that fucking Budweiser sweater." All I know is that I don't know if it's well. No, of course it's not the same because Sparks is not the same. But Sparks was one of the sponsors for a year, so there was like free what? Sparks. Flowing. That's amazing. 
Dude, Sparks <laughs> is like made out of like <clears throat> grain alcohol. Oh, it it was horrible. Caffeinated grain alcohol and like crack motherfucking cocaine because yeah. Sparks makes you crazy. Yeah, makes you it makes you stupid. It makes you do things you would never do. Yeah, I yeah. love Sparks. Outlawed. I feel like it's outlawed. It's kind of like the RoboCop of alcoholic drinks. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I feel like you turn into RoboCop when you drink a Sparks. And I also like, remember how Sparks, like, it used to look like a battery? Yeah. The tall can would look like a giant battery. It's like, hey, <laughs> charge up your life with some Sparks. So I get a, I get a text from, I get a text, sorry. I get a text from uh, from my friend, and he says, "Where's Brother Jill from in the Central Valley?" I said, "Modesto," and he's like, he, "Figures." He said, "I used to drive to Modesto for fun." For fun? Yeah. Wow. He's from Merced. Okay, so there's not many places that Modesto can make fun of because <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh yeah, that's right. Murdead. I'm sorry. Wait, what's your friend's name? I'm not saying his name. Okay, there. fine, fine, fine. Look, okay, so Murdead used to have a hotel that all the coolest people lived in, right? All the coolest people lived in this one hotel that was turned into uh, studio apartments or like one bedroom apartments. The Tioga, the Hotel Tioga, and it was right by this, uh, the Merced Theater, that was the place that they'd have all the shows at, and it was also right by the bar that we'd all go to, which is not the Cow Track, but it's close to something close called, like, the Cow Track, like, it's some agricultural-themed shitty uh, <laughs> place. Anyways, Modesto could not cap on many places, but we would cap on Merced so much because it was so just like <laughs> shitty. It was so shitty. Like, or at least, like, Modesto would be like, hey, we got an Applebee's. Like, what the fuck do y'all have? In Merced? I no, Mer Merced didn't have shit. It was oh, okay. like so dead. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> but I will say, Merced did have like a very burgeoning, like, indie rock scene. There's a lot of like good bands that were from Merced. Also, this is a story that I've never told on Dialone Radio. My band opened up for Papa Roach. Really? In Merced. Yes. <laughs> this is the story. Cool. This is a question, a question mark, <laughs> right? So I was in this band that was very like aptly named late 90s Super Evil Experiments. Okay. As a bass player. I was okay. probably 20 years old. Um, there was a drug-fronted cafe called the Fatty Mocha. Fatty Mocha. The Fatty Mocha. And a guy ran the Fatty Mocha by the name of Derek. And he would have bands play the Fatty Mocha. And I don't know how this came to be, but like my band, Super Evil Experiments, which we were like, yo, we're an experimental improv free jazz death metal. Like we're like we thought we were the flying Lutenbachers. Like we were like, oh, we're so edgy. You don't know what the fuck is going on with us. Book right? us now. Yeah. Book us now. We're gonna punish everyone in the room, right? So, with our intellectual music. Exactly. With our intellectual clueless fucking music. So we get booked to open up this show at the Fatty Mocha with Papa Roach pre cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Um wow. and yeah, right. So we're playing this show. I'm playing bass. Um, and uh, we kill it. We clear the room, which I 
Define is killing it. Um, and then next comes up Papa Roach, and we're standing behind Papa Roach, not backstage, but just kind of behind all their equipment, aka backstage. Right. And we're like, this band is so stupid. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, they don't even know who Steve Albini is. Like, they're so dumb. <laughs> and of course, they get like skyrocketed to fame. <laughs> At the end of the night, after Papa Roach plays, I'm so blackout drunk. I'm like, I have to work at like 7 a.m. And Derek, the um, like owner of Fatty Mocha, quote unquote, was like, hey, I know this party. Let's go to this party. And I'm like, okay. I'm somehow the only person with a car in this like group of like 10 or 12 or 15 or 1,000 people. I don't know. I'm so <laughs> They're all piled mind. in your car. They're all piled in my car, which by the way, it's like spray painted skull and crossbones, like crunched up, sweet, like a 1980 Honda Civic. Oh, Jesus. We go to this fucking party, right? And I'm like, you know that point in the night where you're so blackout drunk, you're like drooling, like you don't even know what's going on. Someone is like firing at a firearm in this party. I'm in the bathroom. I'm like, you know what? I'm getting the fuck out of here. This is like too much. Merced is like wild. So I get in my car, I'm driving, I'm in the middle of nowhere, right? There's no street signs, there's no cell phones, there's no nothing. Finally, I'm seeing like a big rig is coming towards me with their lights on. I'm like, okay, I have to stop this big rig and ask them, where am I? What time is it? How do I get home? This sounds insane. It's totally insane. And as I'm saying it right now, I'm like, this makes me sound like such a bad person. Um, <laughs> but we're going to go with it. So I like turn my car, like blocking him. It's a it's a two lane uh road, and I'm blocking him where he cannot get past me. I like skip on my skirt, like, and he stops. I have to interrupt. Please do because I am only sounding worse and worse as the story goes <laughs> on. So please interrupt. My friend texted back. He said, "Hotel Hotel Tioga." Yep. Branding iron. Ah. Uh. Okay, I feel like I've had sex with your friend. <laughs> your name's Tim. It's a branding iron. Branding iron. It's a branding iron. What You're the right. hell does that mean? No, I, I, I fucking know what that means. <laughs> I know what that means. Damn it, Merced. Yeah, Merced. Hey, look, if your name is Christopher, Lele, or Tim, sorry that I probably gave you some kind of SCI. Jesus. Yeah. The scumbaggery runs deep at Zylone Radio. It really does. Um, yes, yeah, yes, the branding iron. That's where we would go all the time. The branding iron. Okay. I want to know. I, I know you're going to say it over error, but like, there's no fucking way that me and your friend, if they're even remotely close to 40 years old, that we haven't met. I have no idea. Well, anyways, drunk driving. <laughs> The, anyways anyways let's go back to me drunk driving um i like uh, aggressively pull my car over to where this big rig can't get past me he stops like honking like what the fuck are you doing i'm like hey one where am i two what time is it three how can i get back to modesto he's like you're on faith home road which is like a real place right it's 6 a.m and if you want to get to Modesto, it is five miles this way. And I'm like, thank God, because I got to work at mailboxes, et cetera. 
in like an hour. I got to be there in an hour. Just got, get no, there. it's true. It's true. This is a true story. And so on my way there, I'm like, I'm five miles away. I got to stop by a 7-Eleven, get some coffee, sober up, and go to work. And I did. That's the end of my story. That's the way it works. That's the way it works. Wow, you're the branding iron. Hey, I'm, man. I'm I've... feeling a lot of feelings around this because <laughs> it's been a long time since I even thought about the branding iron. But yeah, it was like Hotel Tioga, branding iron, and this venue was like uh, where every fucking band that ever played. So I'm a huge Shushu fan. I'm wearing a Shushu sweater right now. Right. I saw Shushu for the very first time at Chemo's in 2001. And I broke my front tooth because that's a, that's the level of alcoholism that is in my body, right? Oof. Yeah, I broke my front tooth. The next night. Don't do that again. I drove to Merced because they were playing the quote unquote cave. Yeah. Which was a loading dock that had been sprayed with spray foam <laughs> in the back of like the Merced Theater or whatever. I love small towns so It's much. amazing. And I remember the lead singer of uh, Shishi was like, Hey, I remember when you broke your tooth last night. Are wow. you okay? What are you doing here? <laughs> right. <laughs> and I have not missed the Shushu show. I, I actually just saw Shushu at the chapel last week. I have been going to Shushu shows religiously for like uh, 22 years. Awesome. Yeah. I'm a crazy person, <laughs> by the way. I don't know if you know that. <clears throat> hey, it's all right, man. It's all good. Yeah. Hey, it's 11.45. Do you want to play three more songs? We're wrapping it up here at Die Alone Radio. Are we? We're just going to take over the airwaves. Guess what? Me and Steve are here until his show starts. No. I yeah. Need, no. No. <laughs> no, Brother Jill. I'm so I know. I'm just kidding. I'm too old. I'm I gotta, just kidding. I'm too old, too, but... I need my sleeps. Everybody needs their sleeps. We're going to do Modern Lovers and then Iggy Pop with Kate Pearson. Yep. A favorite. Okay. Oh, I love that song so much. Can we karaoke? Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no one wants that. And then we're going to end with some David Bowie. But let's get into some Pablo Picasso. Let's forget about me drunk driving. And um, yeah, it's just a good time to be had by all. Dial on radio. Dial on radio. BFF.FM. We're your friend. We're your friends. If Till you the end. So if you ain't got no friends, guess what? We'll be your friend. <laughs> And for real, like not just saying it, it's like a real thing. It's like a third grade. It is. A third grade playground. Yeah, no, definitely. Come be our friends.
peanut bell bottom bummer or asshole Remember the story of Pablo Picasso He could walk down the street and girls could not resist the stare Pablo Picasso was never called an asshole Alright, this is it Try to pick up girls and they get called an asshole This never happened to Pablo Picasso He could walk down your street and girls could not resist the stare And so Pablo Picasso is never called
make 